when it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market. At Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374 the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Call 0808-1717-700. Well, yes, the window has finally closed. Transfer window ends. Rangers have signed Diamonde, Silva and Cortez. Celtic signing Nicholas Kuhn and Adam Ida. Turnbull and Mikey Johnson exit on the last day. As Adam Devine joins Motherwell on loan from Rangers. Van Veen, one of the big names yesterday, joining Kilmarnock, not St Mirren or Motherwell. What did you think of your club and the window? Brendan Rodgers has said it's a collective responsibility, but he understands that many of the fans are concerned and think, he says, the club should have been braver or should be braver. We're going to hear from him shortly. We'll also hear from Philippe Clement. Mark Guidi is here, 08 08 17 17 700. And the birthday boy, Barry Ferguson. Happy birthday, Barry. Thanks, Paul. Um, yep, another year older, 46, um, catching you up. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have to be a long time. You having a good day? Yeah, good day. Listen, yeah. as normal, have it with the family. Um, go out for something to eat tomorrow. Um, as I said, we, yep. the missus, the kids and their partners um, and enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to the weekend. So what did you think of the window? Unspectacular for Rangers mm. and Celtic? Yeah, in terms of Rangers, listen, three players coming in. Um, I think a fourth would have been nice. I think the manager would have liked to have seen a, a forward come in, but listen, it, it just wasn't to happen. And they need to go now with what they've got. Um, I just think they're a bit short maybe up top because there's only two fit number nines uh, in terms of Dessers and Silva. I don't know t- what's going to be happening with Seema. Um, how long he's going to take Danilo looks if he's out for the season and Kemar Roof we, we don't know what's going on with him but ideally I'm sure the Rangers fans would have liked to see a centre forward come in but it's not happened and they need, need to just get on with it and um, hopefully they're still in three competitions and hopefully get a, another couple of trophies in the bag Rangers fans what are you thinking 0808 17 17 700 and mark the news today that Rio Hatata is out for six weeks Cameron Carter Vickers for around three what did you make of the window for Celtic um, not a good one Paul um, should be better and uh, we, Adam uh, Adam Ida uh, I remember when he burst onto the scene for yeah. Norris two three years ago really looked the part but then just you know listening to people today making a couple of calls they don't think he's Celtic standard really? um, Paul not even as a backup to, to Koga now what I'm wrong because you don't want to sure. you know rule a guy out before he's even started and he's only 22 years old um, but no a bit underwhelmed um, by it couldn't you know you just need to wait and see 3 million quid but yeah I mean I left back when you know you know that Bernabé's playing and Bernabé shouldn't beat the club he's been there for mm. two years and made next to no contribution he's just been a complete waste of money um, and other things so Paul, if you wind it back, is this what Brendan Rodgers signed up for last summer? I'd have to say no. No. Um, and the chemistry, the dynamics behind the scenes at the football club, you can only surmise that things are not right. Things are not right. And, and unless there's an improvement, I think something's got to give uh, the football club, uh, maybe sooner rather than later. And Celtic might still go on and win the league, 
But I think if you're Brendan Roy, you have to say it's in spite of what's going on, not because of what's going on. So there's there's just something not right at Celtic behind the scenes. I think that's undeniable. And the quality of player that's coming in, quite frankly, considering the, the riches that the club have got in the bank, the quality of player that's coming in, not good enough. Here's a Celtic fan on the line, Gary. Hi, Gary. How you doing, Paul? Evening, lads. Good evening. Hi, Gary. Gary, what do you feel about the transfer window for Celtic? Uh, just to echo Mark's points, probably. Um, I, I would actually go as far as saying a bit of a shambles. Um, I know it's primarily January isn't, isn't a kind of transfer window that a lot of clubs do business in. And to be honest, it's probably one of the quietest overall, I would say, in, yeah. in British uh, football that I can remember. That There's not really been many big deals, but I think... We know what the problems have been. We know where the issues, uh, where the, the positions that need filled going forward for the second half of the season, and they've just not been filled. Um, you know, I, I think Brendan was was on today. I heard them talking about a, a certain bravery that's needed to get players over the line. It's nothing about bravery. It's just getting deals done. It's it's Celtic not want to spend the money for some reason. And the the big issue here, the elephant in the room, is Peter Lowe. Because since he came back to the club, you know, Michael Nicholson, when he was in charge, Ange at the helm, everything was running along nicely. Ange wanted players and he got the deals done early and Celtic fans were really happy. And then ever since Peter Lowell came back in the door, it seems like we're dragging our heels with players. I'm really not convinced we... Obviously, listen, back back the players that's came in, absolutely, and hope that they hit the ground running. But I think the, the anger that's from a lot of Celtic fans today isn't being directed necessarily at the players it's more at the board for dragging their heels Alex on as well stay with us Gary and we'll answer your point there Alec good evening good evening thanks for taking my call not at all what do you feel? I think we're going to have a bit of realism here mm. uh, I'm 70 year old next week and the only players that you really get in January are players that other clubs don't want uh, as far as Mark's saying, there's underlying trend towards the uh, unrest at Celtic. Who do we go out and sign for two, three, four million pounds? Because then we're going to pay them two, three, four million pounds wages at this time of year. And the only players that are, even in England yesterday, very, very quiet. Yeah. The only players you're going to get just now are players that other clubs don't want. We got them for Ange, we got them for the Far East because nobody had heard them, Kyogo and Hatati and the likes. But who's going to come to Celtic just now? when they can get £60,000, £70,000 a week in England in the first division. Well, Alec, your, your point about the only players that are available are, are players that other clubs don't want, which part of what you say is true, particularly in January. However, the, the players that other clubs don't want might be better than what Celtic have got. So you're not going to tell me that there's not a left-back available in Celtic's budget, whether it's loan or permanent, it's better than Burnley by. You're not going to tell me that there was a better deal to be had for a number nine with the greatest respect than, than, than Adam Eder, who is a loan deal without an option to buy. So, um, you can go on about that. Uh, I'll go back to Celtic's so recruitment. You, I'll go, sorry, you, Alec, just, you, just, I'll, I'll just touch back on Celtic's recruitment in the summer. Lager Bielka was going about the door, but because of uh, the injury to Carter Vickers, they've kept him. Taylor is already out the door um, Quan's already mm. out the door albeit in loan and, and, and yanged it. so anyway so there's the guts of seven or eight million pounds on three or four project players right 
Why not spend se- Why not then? Alex Why not spend Seven or eight million On a proper player And if you add a two or three million To that That brings up to your Nine or ten million And then And, and you combine the wages Of those three or four guys It might be around Thirty thousand pounds a week Wages combined Right so why not go that wee bit extra? Go to 50 grand a week for a top player and bring him in. Whether it's a number nine, whether it's a goalie, whether it's a centre-half, whether it's a centre-mid. You can't keep bringing in eight or nine project players because you don't have the staff to work with these guys and really improve them. Two or three project players, yes. So if it's Bernardo and Palma and Nevrosky, go and work with them. You know, Really work hard with them, your staff, day-to-day, and improve them. But bringing in eight or nine project players, it doesn't work. There's a complete waste of money already spent in the summer. Alec? Mark, I totally agree with you in some points. Seeing Alexis Palmer, one trick pony. Yeah. Burnaby uh, is getting a game because Satati's no there. He's, he's just a run of the mill player. We've got five or six players in the past would never get near the team. But my point is, mm-hmm. I mean, I was hoping we were going to go for Shanklin last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought we were going to pull the boat out, push the boat out, and get Shanklin. Mm-hmm. My son and all my pals, oh, you get the resale value, you need resale value. I said, well, let's get rid of this resale yeah. value rubbish. Mm-hmm. We want a player for today. It can, the boy is top scorer in Scotland. Yep. He can score for fun. He should have been to Celtic Park last night for five million quid. No problem. And you'd have got him for three, probably. Gary, do you agree with that last night? And you know, it would have been uh, one-upmanship probably in Rangers because the Rangers fans they wanted Shankland, but Rangers didn't go for him. What do you feel on that, Gary? Yeah, absolutely. I've been saying it the whole window that Shankland could be the key for either Celtic or Rangers to win this league title. I think had either club got him, I think they would have had the the bragging rights and would have had yeah. that kind of motivation just to go on and, and get that title. Now, I can't believe we didn't even, as you say, dangle a carrot and go, listen, there's three and a half million for him and even throw in a player, you know, like a Mikey Johnson, like a, a player that you didn't want, um, you know, whether it was a Tilly or no, sure. Tilly was away at that point, but just, no. you know, offer cash plus a player. Um, get Shankland in the club. Whether Celtic went for him and didn't get him, I don't know. But as I say, he he would have been the the difference of winning this league. Barry, what do you feel about that? About Shankland? We thought that he would go. Um, Rangers. Would yeah, have been... I mean, you know my thoughts on it. I, personally, I, I thought he would have done a an excellent job at, at Rangers. You're just hearing the two Celtic supporters saying the same thing about him if, if he went to Celtic um, for three million pound twenty eight resale value. Uh, I'm with the, the last call. I don't really buy into that. I think he's good enough mm. at this moment in time to go and score goals with either Rangers or Celtic. So I can see why Rangers fans are, are disappointed why they didn't go and get him. But listen, the manager's made a decision. It wasn't for them. And you've got to trust him with the job that he's done since he's come in through the door. I hear what you're saying, guys. You're absolutely right about values these days. But Celtic got, what, 25 million for Jota that was not expected. Yeah. Now, he would have been in the, the development path absolutely. And maybe... 8, 10 million or whatever it would be but 25 million in July, August 2023 was not expected in anybody's budget mm-hmm. I'm trying to get what's the thing they're saying about Peter Lowell Michael Nicholson is the chief executive of the club I mean the head of the board is a non-exec position is that unfair on Peter Lowell that they're saying this has changed you know Ange's gone Michael Nicholson not as, I, as, as Gary I, says Paul and I mentioned it on Monday night that, that, that rightly or wrongly there's a real negativity from a lot of Celtic supporters to, to, towards Peter Lowell rightly or wrongly and that then kicks on to his son who's, who's the head of recruitment Mark now Mark Lowell might be the best operator in town he might not I don't know but 
as soon as there's negativity because of of, of the, the 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 who his dad is that that brings it on him rightly or wrongly again we don't know um, but what we do know is the market for Celtic hasn't been good enough in Paul and and now I think you know I think Celtic had it within themselves to really go and as I've always said you know the January window this one definitely has been very very weird in terms of lack of money spent. But it's a convenient excuse for people, in my, my opinion, Paul, not to get their jobs done properly. Totally convenient excuse. Go and get your work done and bring in better players to the club. So I think the title's in the balance, Paul. I'd make Celtic very, very slight favourites, 51-49. I think the title's in the balance. And I think, it, but in that point, I think it might come back to bite Rangers that they've not got for lo- they've not gone for Lawrence Shanklin. Now, maybe they haven't, they've not been able to have the money to bring him in. Maybe the money's just not there just now. You know, Rangers are only cash rich. Mm. So maybe they've used it, maybe the manager just didn't fancy him. But as Barry said, Daniel's out for a long time. Yeah. If Kimar Roof's fit, it's a bonus. You can't rely on him to, to, to be fit. Um, and Cyril Dessers, lovely guy, wants to do well, but is he a number nine to take it to the title? Not in the evidence of the previous six months, he's not. The Shanklin one okay, yeah. might come back to bite Rangers and could actually cost him the title. Alec, I think you're in demand there. You've, you've got to go. Thanks for calling, Alec. Appreciate it. I think you're a first-time caller. And Gary, so how did they bring the magic back? We're going to speak to a Rangers fan in a moment or two. Have Rangers slightly let Celtic off the hook by not getting a Shanklin or a striker? And as you mentioned, that would have been, um, in the PR game, it, it might have been genius. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's as I say, it's it's you know, and a lot of Celtic fans are saying about resale value, and I just I don't get it because I, I genuinely felt like Shankland would have moved somewhere last night. I felt if he hadn't went to Celtic or Rangers, I felt like maybe an English Championship club yeah. would have came in for him. So I'm very very surprised. But there's players there that are stealing a wage, in my opinion. You know, I know we were trying to get rid of McCarthy off of the wage bill, um, but there was a, a an issue about. You know, wage demands whether the, the other club had mentioned and question we're going to pay enough for these wages. Whoever sanctioned that deal, um, you know, he's he's been at the club far too long, packing up wages every week. You know, players like that shouldn't be at the club. And then you've got keepers like Benjamin Secretist, who I actually really like, and I'd love to see him take over for Joe Hart. But Celtic don't seem to want him. He's nowhere near the the setup, and yet when. There is a move for him to move away Celtic like, oh no, we can't let you go. So, you know, I just, I don't get why we've we've not got over the line for a lot more dues because I feel like another couple of players in another couple of positions and I think Celtic fans were doing very happy for the second half of the season where we could, we could have pushed on. But I just, okay. I, I think it's going to go right down to the wire and possibly another helicopter Sunday job. Wow, helicopter Sunday. Some of the Celtic fans would be... Uh... Nervously, I'm still trying to forget that. Probably was that 2005. Thanks, Gary and the Gorbals. Here is Justin, somewhere I think in the city, a Rangers fan. Hi, Justin. Hi, guys. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Birthday boys in good form there. I was going to say happy birthday, Barry. I hope you're having a crack. Um, yeah, yeah, you're welcome, mate. Um, plenty of some blue vodka or something like that for you tonight. <laughs> have, a, have a wee drink on us. <laughs> um, the, the reason I was phoning in, I've, I've listened to a lot of people talking about Shanklin coming into Rangers and how that could potentially cost Rangers a title and blah, blah, blah. I get that. I don't think there was ever any chance of him going across the other side of the city, if I'm entirely honest. I think that's a wee bit of, kind of gamesmanship, to be fair. I don't think that was ever likely to be on the cards, if you know 
warmth and, and he's, uh, you know, where his, his thoughts kind of lie, sort of thing. But um, I think we're strong enough. I think Rangers are strong enough with what they have. I think the momentum is with Rangers and, and the title. And I think that can only get better. I think it'll be stronger. I don't know what Barry thinks, but I think it'll be stronger with the European element that we've got. I think that'll give us confidence going into the, the, the second half of the season and it'll give players a lift. I think Dessers is starting to look a bit better. He's not been great over the, the six months, but hopefully with the service he's going to get from the new players and the option of Silva, who seems to be, again, a bit sharper and a bit more intelligent around him, I think the, the momentum looks as if it will be with Angels. Hopefully that continues. Barry, what do you say? There's no doubt Rangers have got momentum. No doubt about that. Um, I think if you ask a manager privately, he would have liked a number nine and another centre forward then um, because of the inju- injury situations with Seema, with Danilo and with KMR Roof. But as it stands just now, I, I'm, I'm pretty comfy with Rangers have got. I'm a, I think they've got decent options. Look, Dessers... As Justin said there, Mark said earlier on um, in the, in the programme, yep, he's not set the heather afire, a light, sorry. Um, but do you know what? I'm seeing signs that there is a player in there. Certainly with the last two games, I, th- I think his two finishes have been good. I think the manager's done a lot of work with him, certainly on the training ground, and we're still to see the best of Silva. He's just through the door. You've got to give him a bit of time, but listen, you don't get much time at Rangers. But as I look at the Rangers squad at this moment in time, I'm I'm pretty comfortable going forward the, the next four months. They're in three competitions. They're, uh, their their confidence is pretty high. There's only been one blip over the last three months since he's and that was the defeat at Celtic Park. Um, that's Celtic. a big one. That is a big yeah. one. But listen, it didn't affect them. They come back and they've um, they, they beat Kilmarnock at home, St Johnson, Hibs, and St Mern. So they're, they're they're starting to pick up again. So as it stands just now, yep. Disappointed that they never brought a striker in, but comfy enough going forward. And uh, you're happy with the window overall, then, Justin? You think it's going to be enough? Mark, what do you feel? I, I, I feel that uh, two parts to it, Paul. I feel it because Celtic have stood still in this window that that's, that's you know, allowed Rangers to, to, to believe that they can go and do it. And rightly so, Paul, as I said, you, right now I think you could almost flip a coin. Right. I'm, um, I'm if, you, you know, if you asked me to go, I would say, I tip Celtic to start the season, so I would say very, very slight favourites, 51-49. Uh, however, I have a feeling now it'll come down to the, the, the two old firm games. I, I, the, I, that I six think points is going to be I massive. think it's going to go right down to the wire. I said that last week, Paul. I have got yeah. a feeling... That is going to be one of these ones where it goes into the the last couple of games or even the final game. I do. I still think there'll be a point dropped here and there, but the big ones, as Mark says, there, it's the two old firm games. What's Diamandi going to be like? We haven't seen him yet. Obviously, there's a ob- yeah. obligation to buy him. What nearly four? Yeah, million? I've asked a few yeah. people about. My, I, I spoke to as I yeah. bumped into the manager last last week at the burn supper, and he's um, he's excited about him physically. He still says he needs to get there a wee bit, mm-hmm. but he's a player that he's he was really keen to get in. They obviously done a good deal in terms of a loan. Me an ob- obligation to buy him. Mm-hmm in the summer um, and it's like anything Paul you can watch people on the internet but listen he looks the type of player that hopefully will excite the Rangers fans and Oscar Cortez in from Lens on loan yeah again 20 year old not played many games uh, four games this season or, or something um, South American but 
again, listen, it's an opportunity for the young man to come across here and and play games of football and show that he wants to be part of Rangers going forward. Justin, are you surprised Celtic didn't spend more on the window? Absolutely not. No, surely it, it, that's it, it, the tendency is that that's the way Celtic kind of do their business. They just seem to do enough to, you know, they, they, that in-house they seem to be fine. They don't seem to, you know, try and stretch any kind of advantage that they have. They always seem to kind of rest on the laurels a wee bit and wait to the, the last minute to, to kind of react to anything. But what Barry said and what Mark said, I, I think it's going to be tight. But I, I, I probably agree with Mark in the fact that I think Celtic have kind of rested in the laurels a wee bit and, and took a gamble uh, in the business that they've done. And I think, that, as I say, the, the kind of the kind of impetus tends, it seems to be with Rangers. I think we'll both drop points before the end of the season. I, I genuinely feel that. I don't think any of the two of them are conceived as unbeatable. But I think with uh, with the boost that the games in Europe hopefully will give us, we seem to be doing well in Europe a similar way as we did a couple of seasons ago. So I think that will give Rangers a bit of a boost. And I think the European nights at Ibrox that are to come, I think will will help raise that expectation and and carry it into the kind of league games as well, which it seems to have done for the last couple of years. I think that'll be what will make the difference. Justin, thanks oh, very also much. Also, a factor in yeah. it as well uh, as there's still a lot of football. You need both teams need to keep their main players mm. injury free. If they start losing players, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's round the corner in terms of injuries, in terms of suspensions uh, or whatever. But as I said, I think this is going to be. Back and forth right till the, the very last game of the season. Phones are buzzing. 0808 17 17 700. Join us next. But we're going to hear from Brendan Rogers as well, who said he knows what the fans are saying. The club could have been braver. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Looking to sell property in Glasgow? Call Kayleigh and the team on 0141 374 0409. Let's go. Let's go. This is the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Thank you for making the switch my goodness the calls are wow so many coming in tonight we're going straight back on the moment or two we're going to hear from Philippe Clement shortly let's hear Brendan Rogers today this uh, was what he was saying about the criticism of the fans who are not enamoured with the transfer window well listen it's the responsibility of all as a club you know I think that you can't just purely label it on the recruitment team the recruitment team clearly has a job to do like we all have a job to do but this is a collective responsibility. And uh, and what I would say is I understand where we were at in the summer and coming in. Uh, I understand now, having been in here, the, the, the structure even more and where we're at. And yeah, I, I would go with sports thinking we, we maybe could be a little braver in terms of bringing in a, a, another level of, of player. But that's something that's up to me to try and fix that over the course of the my, my time here. Um, but it, it's listen. It, you look at the strategy here at the club, and you have to be careful because, in some ways, it has worked. You know, you bring in players for for maybe a, a minimal fee, and then they go out and they make the club a lot of money. Okay, what I want to hopefully try and balance in my time here is that we can still do that because that is an important part of the modern game, bringing in a player that has still growth left in him. But we also want to be brave enough to, to, to hang our hat on a player who's already made 
player and someone that can come in. So I totally understand the support and where that's from. Um, but likewise, still, that player has to be available. You know, now we bring in someone like Adam, who's a, who's a big, big talent. Now that might be someone come the summertime that will be that that type of player, but we get the chance to, to see that. Here's John coming on. Hi, John. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm not bad mis- myself, my friend. So what are you thinking? What about this, uh, the the transfer window? Well, I think Celtic's a disgrace again, even though I'm a Celtic fan. They're not wanting to get into the piggy bank and start spending. Brendan Rodgers isn't building for the back and forward. They're bringing in a player for Nottingham Forest that's did he look like a good talent? The Norwich City Norwich. player. Yeah, the Norwich. Yeah. Are you a Celtic fan? Yeah. Just on, on listening to Brendan's comments there, um, Paul, two things jumped, jumped out at me. And you could tell he was choosing his words very carefully. carefully. Yeah. My God, there's a man that's biting his tongue, that's for sure. Um, what I'd say, first thing, me, sign a player that you can hang your hat on. Now, there's a phrase. Sign a player you can hang your hat on, and that's what he wants. That's what he wants. Another thing is, in order to do that, I'm going to have to try and fix that. I know that's that what was I just the word. Wrote I'm down. going to have to try and fix that. How does he do that? Well, he needs to it's fight. Sure, it's, it's, an internal, it's an internal battle going on, Paul. Mark, surely that was part of the discussions come the summer before he moved to the club. Yeah, I, I would imagine because he's a very intelligent man. Yep. He's clearly a top manager. Mm. But when I hear him say it's up to him to fix it. Mm. That means that there's resistance. Yeah. There's resistance to that, to what he wants and what he feels he needs. And he understands the club that they've still got to be brave to bring in these project players. That's still part yeah. of the model. He gets it, but also yeah. he's got to be a balance. Yeah, but he yeah. knows that he needs to bring in experienced campaigners who have been there and done it. John, do you still think you will win the title? Well, hopefully, but. I think it's got to be done to the wire as a lot of other people are saying mm-hmm. which is probably true I think it is going to go all the way yeah for sure yeah it's going it, to go all the way how are they going to fix this though I'm just um, what, what do you oh, think a lot of the time it, it feels as if they, they, they depend on Carl Vickers in the defence to sure. actually run the defence and Mark I mean he's out yeah. injured the, the team just jumped in Carl McGregor looks as if he doesn't want to Play for Brendan Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Kyogo's lost his form. What do you say there? Callum yep. McGregor doesn't want to play for Brendan Rodgers. Is, 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 is that what you said there? Sometimes he looks like disappointed and he's not want to put in as much effort as if the team. No, nah, listen, no, you, you need to retract yeah. that. No, 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 no. Callum McGregor's keeping things going on the pitch. He's very much aligned with the manager they've yeah. got a right good relationship there might be a yeah. bit of frustration on the pitch things on the go and by the way we're talking about the team that's, that's, that's top of the league by the way but you're still yeah. there's still something no, no quite right they're, they're still winning games but it's no great to watch Kyogo's yeah. you know no quite on it so no listen things on the right but I wouldn't yeah. be you know putting any no, blame at the sure. door of Callum McGregor I don't think anyone would uh, John you got a point about David Turnbull who of course has gone to Cardiff City yeah but, but why why get rid of Turnbull because he was a cracking player. Yeah, the manager gave him he a chance. Brings in that, he always brings in that good chance of what, assisting or even getting a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. And he started with him at the start of the season. Do you remember? Hatati was uh, on the bench. Yeah, yeah, first couple he, of he games. Did. That's yeah. right. Hatati's yeah. a, a, a player that's actually been missed. Sure. You know, he's out for six weeks uh, for 
for that injury and Carter Vickers is out for four weeks I mean you make, you make a good point Mark you'd think this was a team way down the division but you're talking Celtic it's the same with Rangers you know and Celtic was so far ahead and that's why yeah. Philip Clement came in yeah. because the Michael Beale right. era yeah, yeah. it just didn't work yeah but so, yeah, so yeah. Philip Clement has got Rangers going they're, they're serious title contenders and it would not surprise me in the yeah, slightest well, if He's yeah, pushing like Postacoglu had Celtic pushing. Yeah, he has. So you, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It would not surprise me at all, Paul, if Celtic won the title. Now, we were all sitting here in September. Would any of us have said that? No chance. You, you, you just have thought if Rangers can just go through the motions and, and, and make a wee bit of progress, it's all about next year. Mark, I was but, worried in September. Aye, I, I thought yeah. Rangers had totally gone. Celtic, it was theirs in the bag, and it's crazy how it's changed um, round about. So, he's starting to build on his own team, and that's how he's getting success. He's got to play for him. Yeah, no, they have. Look, Rangers are are really, really good. There is absolutely no doubt that Rangers now, as the windows closed, and you assess both both squads, you assess the mood in the camps in both squads. Then there's no doubt that Rangers can go and win the league. But I, I, I just think that the number nine situation. And by the way, mm. see if you've not got the money to do it. You've no get the money to do it. That's just unfortunate, and the manager will just have to accept that. But um, not getting a number nine might be the one that actually just just swings it in Celtic's favour. Thanks, John. Here's an email um, from Mark, who goes home and away. He'll be Aberdeen tomorrow, so he works all day, works into the evening. He'll be in Aberdeen tomorrow. Okay, for the early kickoff. Hi, Paul. The transfer window has been shambolic. The club is not backing Brendan Rodgers. And Mark Guidi's right, something will have to give soon behind the scenes. The manager won't stick about if he's not being supported and he will be within his right to do so. Mark goes on. This is Mark who's called us. His comments today, Brendan Rodgers' comments, point to the board not willing to go to the next level for a player. And we're just wasting money on project players most of the time. The board have let the manager and the fans down very, very badly. He's... Home and away, he goes. To, he's the, the lifeblood of the football club. Yeah, but, but Paul, it's it's hard to gauge when when a football club like Celtic's got you know fifty two thousand whatever it is yeah. season ticket holders and a worldwide fan base. However, you listen to the calls that come into Go Radio the past few nights and tonight. You look online. You look at some of the Celtic bloggers and the the the, the mood in the camp. The Celtic fans, by and large, are not happy. And who can blame them? They're looking at the football club that's got an excess of seventy million pounds in the bank. Might even be closer to eighty-five million wow. now. Okay, um, you're looking at a fan base, season ticket holders, and then your Champions League money separate that put in about forty million pounds. Paul, are you that's no counting buying a pie and buying a jersey and yeah, whatever? Sure. Well, that's just in ticket money, and they feel let down. They've every right, every right. I think. Not to be, not to be happy, and you and, and everything can be perfect at a football club. I, I get that, but on Mark's point there that you've read out his email in terms of Brendan Rodgers, I think they they possibly are running the risk of of losing the manager. And by the way, who are they going to get that's better yeah. than Brendan Rodgers? If they lose Brendan Rodgers, the next guy, barring a miracle, would be of a lesser standard. Here's Terry on the line, a Celtic fan. Hi, Terry. How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? What are you thinking? I just, I'm just listening to and I was hearing my fellow Celtic fans a wee bit disgruntled, right? The time I stand, but, and I've been honest to you when I say this, and I'm yeah. no, 
I sell, I'd like to see the day Mera, I'm, I think we're crying out for a left back cover and I also yeah. think we could be bringing in a goalkeeper to get him buried in for the start next season. I don't think Duarte's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a blown as far up. I have money in the bank and what's the Rodgers are they saying? And I'm going to be honest here, if I look at paper and I look at the Celtic team, the new, are you going to bring in a guy who's going to dislodge Kyogo up front of a strike? Are you going to spend four or five million on a guy who's going to sit on the bench? No, I don't see it. Are we going to bring in anybody really better when we've got the new, maybe a better bad competition? I think what the manager's doing is playing safe. And he's taking a big risk, by the way. What I think's happening here is he's got enough in the bank to hopefully win the league this year. I think we'll see a big recruitment drive come the summer. That's my personal opinion. Because right now, Celtic are all the cause going concentrating on two, two domestic trophies in the League and the Cup. And I think personally we've got enough, enough in that squad in that squad to go and do that. I do. I think the team's big enough to go, strong enough to go in South right. Europe. No chance. Mark? I'm just thinking today, if you're just tuning in, you yeah. know Carter Vickers is out for what, three, four weeks? Three, four weeks. Three and weeks. Tati, five, and six. five or six weeks. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I get Terry's point because yeah. I've just said I still think, despite the windows, I still would have Celtic as very, very slight um, favourites. But I, I think the point that a lot of Celtic fans uh, would have is that it, there shouldn't be too much of a risk factor just now. It shouldn't be in the balance. Celtic should have had the wherewithal to go and actually nail it and bring in two or three right good players and by the way why shouldn't you be looking for somebody better than Kyogo really why shouldn't you be because see if you're not you're not doing your job you can't stand still so you should be looking for better than Kyogo absolutely Terry would you settle for a Jakamakis for somebody like him well at least my next point I've not really seen much that a big boy I mean, what, 70, 80 million compared to 700 million last year. Terry, good call. Thank you. Chris is on from Governor Celtic Fan. Now, Chris, you were on last night and we did say, let's speak after the window closes. So what are you thinking tonight? Do you know, last night, obviously, I, I, I went, I think Celtic are now, you know, I, th- I think they're still enough. After looking what what Rangers bought, what Celtic bought, what, what left, what came in, mm-hmm. I, I, now, I, I think it's very now tight to call. By the way, it wouldn't surprise me if Rangers were slight favourites. And what would it have taken for you to be saying tonight, Celtic are going to nail it? What's missing? We needed, we needed a left back, as everybody knows, and that was very documented. Unless what, um, un- un- unless he either likes Burnaby or he's going to move scales, whatever. Do you know, two left back, which he can do. We needed another midfielder. I mean, it's not. I mean, Hatati was going to be out for five, six weeks anyway. Yeah. Do you know? There's and then obviously, as I said to you last night, I think looking at Celtic and Rangers starting elevens, I think the Celtic starting of eleven best players is better than Rangers. That's just a fact. I'm, I'm, that's not being big heads. I think that. 
Barry, do you think that? Let's throw it, I know you want to throw it to Barry and Mark. Let's throw that one to Barry, who can hardly believe the yeah, conversation. The two best players in Celtic squad at this moment in time are two of the best are going to be missing for the, the next four to six weeks. So um, it's who's coming in to replace him. I don't think are strong enough. Left back, Taylor, who's the number one left back. Burnaby, not done much in the two years. Uh, so at this moment in time, with they two players out and obviously Maeda over uh, playing in the, the Asia Cup um, I, I don't think Celtic are as strong as they could be now when they players come back no doubt they're going to get stronger and better but at this moment in time they're not there to, to play games of football and if you look at Rangers team Rangers are in the crest of a wave just now they're just floating along well getting better each game getting stronger will the three new signings make a big difference well, time will tell who knows Um but I don't think there's much between the two teams if I've been honest with you at this time with the players that are available to start the games this weekend there is nothing between them and is the news on Seema coming back earlier than expected well, the, the call was it was going to be 8 weeks Paul it could be a bit less than that um, and maybe that's the reason why Rangers didn't feel the need to go in and spend a bit of money that he could be back quicker than the, the first mm-hmm. thought I know he plays in the wide area but Seema can certainly play through the, the centre Mark Celtic will have to answer it quickly because it's Aberdeen tomorrow so looking at so there's yeah. no CCV I was just trying to think put, I was going to say he's massive I, I don't I know, care what yeah, anybody yeah. says and I know guys have come in and done well without Carter Vickers Celtic are a lot weaker yeah yeah that, that, that's a fact right. and Taylor by the way yeah mm-hmm. um, okay. you know Bernabeu's just Worked here. Yeah, <laughs> he's just not good enough. That's the bottom line. They shouldn't be anywhere near a Celtic mm. jersey. Well, the greatest respect him, but he shouldn't be. Um, but circumstances have dictated that that he is. So you're missing two of your first choice back four: mm-hmm. your main central defender and your main left back. A midfield central midfield. You're using Hitati, who would, be, who would be in the team all day long. But but Bernardo's gone well, on. So Bernardo yeah. or, and they've kept O'Reilly uh, and McGregor. And one thing, by the way, because you do need to bring a bit of balance. One thing you would give credit to the hierarchy for Paul is they've signed the five best players in long term contracts now by the way they could still sell them but that's good business because you're fattening them up so O'Reilly Hitati Carter Vickers McGregor Kyogo they've signed the five best players um, in contracts so that's been a real positive of the past six months Um, but yeah you look at the starting lineups available now I think as well Sima is a big loss. He is, you know, and I know he's played in the wide area and that's his best position. But the the contribution that he makes with goals and assists, you're you're, you're taking a match winner. Although he plays in the wide area, he's Rangers' best match winner. Yeah, I would say. The vast majority you know? of his goals yeah. are coming for the central area. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he definitely is a big miss. But maybe he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. That's maybe the reason why they didn't feel the need to go and spend. A few million quid to get a Lorne Shankland or whoever they, they wanted through the door. But if, I think if you asked the manager privately, I think he would have wanted somebody sure. in. Yeah. And Mark, the question which you kind of answered earlier, you said you think Celtic will still edge it, but Chris wants to know now the window's closed, which side is stronger between the two of them? With And, and let's say Celtic at the moment without CCV and Hatati and Rangers and without Seema and Taylor. And without, yeah. yeah, Paul, Paul yeah. look. I would say everybody available I think Celtic's got the best squad and and, and not just ability the mentality they've won the two games against Rangers this season they're proven winners now Rangers have won the first cup available this season and have done well in Europe so Paul do you know what 
it is and I'm not sitting the fence it is so yeah. so tight and I think any Rangers fan any Celtic fan would, they, they would there would be a confidence but there would also be a genuine belief that the other side can do it too you know Chris how did you feel last night at 11.30 when it closed that was the window shut and you saw a wee bit deflated because I mean all, I mean, all January Celtic were linked with such and such a player such and such a player such and such a player I mean the, the analogy that I used with my, with, with my partner last night it was like basically you, you've, you've been linked with a Ferrari a Mercedes and a McLaren car and you've bought a Fiat Uno and I'm not do you know I'm not slagging Adam Ida at all but you know you're linked with all these great players and all of a sudden you're left with Adam Ida and I just thought we, we could have gone a bit braver a bit more money and bought better quality Chris thanks for calling and uh, Ida might surprise people you know he's 6 foot 2 I, 6 foot 3 he's I, fast I remember when he's he got, burst on the scene at Norwich he's got I'm, sure, I'm sure they were in the Premiership mm-hmm. unless yeah. I'm mistaken yeah. but, then, but then reading up and that, that's sure. like maybe 3 years ago reading up them now and hearing some of the comments that they've not been too favourable but I, I hope because you want to see anybody in their, in their the work, the job, um, doing as well as possible. So I wish him all the best. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Start a new career as an estate agent. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go. When it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market at Go Green Property. It's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374 0409. Let's go. Transfer windows closed. We've got some. We've got a great card tomorrow, really, haven't we? From twelve thirty, Aberdeen against Celtic kicks us off. Patrons, the game's on tomorrow, Paul. I didn't realise. And then there's uh, Rangers against Livy, Motherwell against Kilmarnock, Hebs against St Mirren, Dundee Hearts, and Ross County against St Johnson. Uh, let's hear from Philip Clement. So, Oscar Cortez, finally. It went through yesterday. Been in town for a couple of days. I wonder why they all strung it out, Barry. You know, Celtic had Ida in for a couple of days as well. Um, but strung it out, they did. And then they signed the players. Here is Philippe Clement speaking about the readiness of the new players. Who might we see tomorrow? Yeah, on paper, yes. But we need to, to look also what they did until now. So Oscar played, uh, I think, 27 of January. He played 88 minutes. He was training all the time, so he's fitter. Dio played his last game uh, end of November, had a, a bigger winter break than a short period of training. So um, with Dio, we, we're going to first work a bit to, to bring him in the, in the good conditions on the pitch because we know also uh, everybody has big expectation of, of new players, so we need to put them also on the field when they're ready. Barry, who do you think we'll see tomorrow against Levy? Well, we're not going to see Diamandi. <clears throat> that that's for sure. He's been out for no been out. He's obviously had the winter break. He's been back for a, a, a mini pre-season, um, so he won't be available tomorrow. I think you you'll see Cortez maybe in the eighteen. Paul, we'll certainly not start the game. And, and obviously, Silva's been there a bit longer. He's he's had um, games under his belt, so. Yeah, he, I think he's pretty happy, Paul. As I, as I said, I, I think the only disappointing thing is he would have liked to have added 
maybe one or, or two more it just isn't to be Mark made a point maybe the money isn't there at this moment in time it will be there in the summer I think he's comfy enough with the squad I think he's seen that he's got a, a real lift um, from most of the players because let's be honest three months ago I was certainly concerned about this Rangers team but fair play to them you've got to give them credit where credit's due they've certainly turned it around um, they're playing some good stuff there seems to be a real good mentality about them and then tomorrow they just need to make sure they continue where they left off um, at the weekend and make sure they get three points against Levy. He was asked today about the transfer window and he said some of the players didn't want to be here just over three months ago before he came in. Great. That I'm happy that it's it's finished and we know what the squad is to go on the, the next four months because it's going to be now this... Uh, this almost sprint of, of four months uh, with a lot of games and that we know what the squad is, that we could adjust a few things to to get balance in the squad, that we could add some some young, talentful players who who can raise their game here and, and can give added value to the club also in the future uh, to bring more money in the, in the club. But it's not the, the main concern. The main concern is, of course, to to get results but with a, with a good business plan and he spoke today about the offer for Jack Butland he was asked about keeping some of his top players uh, nobody called me but they don't call me about those things it's not important offers for this player or that player I think that's that's another positive point but in general in general that um, there were players who could go somewhere else who could make a new step to interesting competitions interesting teams but they wanted to stay. So I think it's also a big evolution. For sure, three months ago, they, they wanted to leave. So they all feel that they are in a good story and uh, and they can do something special together this season. So uh, in that way, I'm, I'm really happy about this January period also because sometimes you lose suddenly players or there are players knocking on your door that they really want to go and they use every uh, emotional reason why they want to go. It was the opposite here because uh, there were a few offers that uh, the player said, no, I want to stay at Rangers. Mark, what are you taking from that? Yeah, what, what I'm taking from that is it could be a special season, part of a special story. And, and you know, Paul, it's, it's not really talked about a lot because I know it's a massive ask and, um, you know, doing a treble, Rangers have been miles off that for, for a long, long time. Um sitting beside his Barry was part of what two Barry three certainly two um, so it's not an easy thing to do but do you know what Rangers might do it Paul they might do a treble this season and I think I won't say it publicly I'm not saying they're talking about it every day in the dressing room but that team will be sitting there saying and the guys that are part of it now because as the manager said this is it for the next four months we know what we've got We've got 20, 20, 22, 24 games perhaps to go and play. Let's go and make this something really, really special. Something to remember. Something to put down in the history books. And that has to be the mentality uh, and the story behind the scenes um, at Rangers. And I couldn't rule it out. You couldn't rule, you couldn't rule them out doing it. Barry, they'll need to beat Celtic to do that probably. Yeah, l- listen, Celtic are, are are the ones that, that they're chasing. They're the ones, that, they're the defending champions. Um, I, I take a couple of things out of that. Positive in terms of if there's offers coming in, that means your players are doing well. 
And secondly, obviously players were unhappy before the manager arrived and they're showing a real appetite to stay. So that tells me that Rangers are in a good place. It's a happy training ground. It's a happy squad. And that's if you've got that, Paul, you're halfway there to being successful in my eyes. And you saw them in La Manga just, what, two, three weeks ago, Barry? What, what, do, I, yeah. do you know what i seen in La Manga? Listen, it was a working week. Um, but what i seen was, uh, was sorry, on a training ground was a, a team that demands have been put on them. They work really hard morning and afternoon. You had, you, I, I never seen them round about the hotel. Never. No. They were training, back, eating, sleeping, training. And that tells me um, that he's serious about getting into the the last half of the season because that's the business end that's where trophies are, are won and lost he's mentioned about the European squads I mean it's going to be part of this run into the season yeah. Rangers in three tournaments and he's mentioned before about the squad he wasn't happy the last time um, this is what he said today I had uh, discussions with the players about that this afternoon because uh, yeah I'm not happy with the rule but the rule is the rule of course for all the teams and I understand also the idea behind it I was not really totally aligned with how the European list was started beginning of the season. But it was also what it is, so I can only make three changes now. So that will uh, yeah, create that a few players that I wanted on the list cannot be on the list. That will be a reality. Who are they, Barry? What do you think, Mark? I mean, <laughs> I know. Well, what he's saying is he wasn't happy with his selection. Yeah, yeah. The, the the European squad. Obviously, you're allowed to make three changes, which you just mentioned there. I'd imagine he'll make them, and it's going to be tough on other players. But that's what you have to do. That's the rules of the competition. Um, unfortunately, some players can't be involved. So um, I'm sure it'll be a different list. Obviously, with three changes from what it was when he took sure. over. Yeah. And Balogun was one of them, wasn't he? Yeah, that he was missing. Yeah, you'll yeah. yep. miss. Was missing as well, wasn't yeah, it? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, and then you get a couple of news. Not only who he decides to put in, who he takes out. Yep, that'll yep, be interesting. Sure. That'll be a big. Uh, that'll be a, a big fact. But see, apart from that, Paul, yeah. and I get it, and, and he made his feelings clear at the time. It was a you know I did get Michael Beale, but it's about the league, Paul. Aye. It's about it's all about the league, and, and Europe is a bonus. And it's a wonderful bonus, and it's it's romantic and it's sexy and it's all that kind of stuff, but. The league is what it's all about. There's 40 million quid, if not more, mm-hmm. yep. up for grabs. And can you imagine, you talk about bragging rights, can you imagine if Rangers do overturn this season, considering where they were in October, late September, early October, and actually become league champions this May? It would be absolutely incredible. But also, the powers are above mm-hmm. would want them to go through the next round, because obviously... It's a bit more money into the, the coffers. Yeah, um, yeah but, Mark's, <laughs> but Mark's bang on. Listen, there's the number one priority is the league title. That's it. So when they talk about player trading models, that's why I mentioned earlier, in Celtic's case, or Rangers, I don't know the financial position, but for Lauren Shankland, maybe they didn't fancy him, OK? But, is this Rangers? Or Celtic. All right, okay. I'm thinking of Celtic. OK. Why didn't they go in? and get somebody today that you go, wow, I didn't expect that. And actually, the same for Rangers. I mean, I know we won't have the sell-on value, whatever, but for £3 million, maybe less, yeah. if you win that title, yeah. you've just mentioned treble, and you mentioned Rangers. I haven't heard that mentioned for years. It's a reality. Yeah, so I'm saying yeah. miles off it yeah. for years, the gates of respect. Uh, exactly. 
but you know, because Celtic have done what is it four or five trebles in seven years? Whatever. Mm. I mean, and I, and yeah. I don't mean to say that flippantly because a lot of credits uh, deserved, yeah. and sure. they've won that many. Have kind of lost count in the past few years, um, but you know that it's it's there. It's a it's a real chance for them. It's game on, isn't it, Barry? Yeah, and Mark, you know, hundred percent. It's game on. Teams, as yeah. I said, I think there will be a few points dropped between the next I think it's April the 6th correct me if I'm yeah, wrong yeah. the next game at the Ibrooks. I think there'll be a couple of points dropped by both teams but I agree with Mark 100% I think they're the key games they're the key games and that, that's the one slight and the one frustration probably with the Rangers manager was obviously mm. the last game That I think overall if you look at the game a draw was probably a fair result but the big moments Celtic produced Rangers had a few opportunities where they could have scored they never what I like about it is they didn't allow it to affect them they went on to the next game I know it was Kilmarnock at home generally you win the games but they want to win they've had the winter break you know how they talk about Rangers winter break they don't come back great but listen they have they've come back and hit the ground running I think Barry will get us in we'll be live that day Mark what do you think match of the day April, April 6th. 6th he'll get us in there the drone just <laughs> over it <laughs> I said that once before years ago in the league we're on saying what are you really there in the drone the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property get your home ready for the markets with help from their team of experts let's go the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property call 0808 1717 700 let's go Loads of messages coming in for Barry Ferguson, who is, well, you're 46 years young today. Dale has been on from David Lloyd in Hamilton, <laughs> big Rangers fan, great personal trainer, <laughs> although I think he's met his match. <laughs> Wasting your money, he said, Paul. He wants to wish you a very happy birthday. That's nice. Yeah. As long as he's working you hard, Paul. You can see the difference, can you? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down to 20. No, thank you. No, he's really wanted to uh, pass it on. He listens. No, I've been uh, honest. Yep. At your age, I yeah. think you're looking great, mate. Well, it's your, it's your, it's your day today, uh, Barry. A I just, I just want yeah. to be like you. <laughs> so, David Thank Lloyd, you. that's where you're going. Uh, yeah, David yeah, Lloyd yeah. So, and other places are available. So, as well. Loads of calls come in the first hour. That was. Which, uh, um, yeah, incredible. And there for another, another session. Uh, 45 minutes. 45, yeah. 45 minutes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Loads of messages coming in. Here's Gregory <laughs> saying, what's happening with Celtic's Youth Academy? Liverpool have recently given seven debuts to good young talent who've all performed. Yeah. He feels not enough are coming through, they're not getting the chance. Maybe they're there, Mark, but yeah. they're... You look at that boy Bradley the other night yeah. for oh. Liverpool. Hey. Fabulous. Sensational. I'm delighted yeah. that his goal wasn't overruled by, by, by Var. What a finish, yeah. the right peg, just thrilled it into the corner I mean, it was brilliant but I mean taking nothing away from Liverpool but how bad is Chelsea defending terrible what's going shocking. on he's saying why are Celtic not producing regular talent so they spend a lot of money Rangers do too Mark I mean Rocco Vata was spotted he played the other week didn't he well he came on scored yeah, yeah. But I mean Paul seen to, to go back to the point I made that yeah. kind of quite at the top of the show in terms of if you want to label them project players and they're seeing them away out the door um, already and you know another one could have gone but he's been only been held uh, kept back because of an injury to Carter Vickers um, when you look at those projects I know you scout the world and scout Europe and you pick up bargains but do you want they could spend that kind of money here and pick up three or four right good players and go right. and work with them you know we, if you think the last two or three years off the top of my head you know you, you think of Barry's nephew Lewis yeah. you think uh 
Josh Doig, you, you, you think, uh, you know, there's Hickey. There's, there's Hickey. Yeah. yeah, my God, Hickey. And Celtic mm-hmm. did go for him, I think, that it fell down for the sake of two or three hundred grand. Um, Who was the boy up at Aberdeen, the fullback? Calvin Ramsey. Calvin Ramsey, uh, yeah. The, sure. the, the boy He's out there. on loan, isn't he? Yeah, so you look, at, yeah, you look at it now, um, there's a few there's a few good ones again sure. here, Paul. You said, you know what, why no go on if I, mm. I bash it? I'm even sign them. And you loan them back, mm-hmm. you know, to the, to the other club for the six months. Or whatever. But I just think, you know, I, I get it, but sometimes it, the the kind of the, the I, policy, I the strategy it. baffles me. I don't get. I, I agree. I, I'm with Mark in terms of we have got good talent here, and I think we overlook it mm-hmm. at times. And I get there's good players down in England or in Sweden or Norway or wherever they go, but we have got good young players that we've allowed to leave here, where I think they could easily play. With Rangers or Celtic and why is that Barry should you change your name sound as though it's an exotic country you come from and, and they'll sign you I, I honestly don't it's know weird. it would need yeah. to be the people who are obviously inside the club and make those decisions but I've seen four players we just rhymed off there four players that I think have very bright futures in the game well Lewis is already doing it across in Serie yeah. A with Bologna Aaron Hickey's been to Serie A down at Brentford been excellent yeah, um, yeah. I would, I would, I would like to see. Like, at some stage, they would obviously move down south, but I would like to see them stay longer. Martin makes a good point. Loan them back to the club, mm-hmm. and then bring them. Yeah, when well, you look at John McGinn's a classic as well. Yeah, sure. You know, Celtic no, no signing him. You know, again, you know, you're nearly over the line for say, maybe two or three hundred grand stolen about. Incredible. You look at two just now off the top of my head: Lennon Miller, Motherwell. I think David uh, Young Watson. Kilmarnock's a fabulous yep. um, young good. player um, um, as well so I think right and, and I don't know is it an admission of guilt that your your youth set up uh, isn't good enough when you have to go and buy other kids for other clubs but, but, but that shouldn't stop you from going to do it you yeah, know? there's nothing better than seeing a young player come through the system and, and go on and play with the, the first team Paul um, you look at sure. young Ross McCausland I know he's a yeah. bit old he's 20 but listen he's made that breakthrough and, and listen he's he's went in there and shown that he's more than capable of playing week in week out um, and I, I would I would honestly like to see more young players come through but listen it's up to them and the managers but I believe a manager like Philip Clement if they're good enough I honestly think he's the type of manager that would give them the the opportunity to go and play and also I like you mentioned at the start of the show Adam Devine yeah. I think he's got a big future in the game Paul he's been off to Motherwell and I think that's good as well see if they're not getting much game time go and loan them and he's going into a pressured situation at, at Motherwell and hopefully he goes there the young man plays plenty of games comes back has a good pre-season and he's ready to fight for a place in the Rangers first team and a good signing for Motherwell because they didn't get he's a good player Paul me and Mark were talking yeah. off air I, I know predominantly his position is right back but if you think back he played left back for three or four games so I thought yeah, he I was excellent well, a couple of times in Europe as well didn't yep. he mm-hmm. coached really well yep. what about Kilmarnock getting Van Veen we oh, broke the news last signing. night that's a big one Barry isn't it for brilliant for signing um, listen I, I said last year when he was getting out of contract at, at Muddle, um or was it a year left his contract was it half a million pounds yeah. yeah a year to go 32 year old listen I, I think technically mm-hmm. it's there He's a goal scorer 
I would have took a chance on somebody yeah. like that. Listen, You've, 500 grand, it doesn't work the first six months. You're going to get that back from anyway. Did you have 27 goals last season? Yeah, he was he was excellent for yeah. Muddle and, and as I said, um, he's went oh, back to Holland. He's no settled because obviously I think his wife, wife or partner's right. back here. And a wee girl. Yeah, yep, had a, a baby. And I think it's a brilliant piece of business with Derek at, at Kilmarnock. Let's hear from Brendan Rodgers. He said, we heard him earlier, saying the club could have been braver, is the word that he used in the transfer window. And he said, look, I know it's tough, but it could have been braver. And he was asked, what about the fans? They're not happy. Listen, I can understand that. You know, I can understand it. I think supporters here will will always demand the, the very, very best. That's what Celtic is. Uh, and I'm here to also deliver that. Um but if it's not the right player that doesn't fit fit right for what it is we want to do, and I've always said it's not about the, the quantity of players, it is about the, the quality of and the level that we want to bring in. If that's not available for us, then, like you've seen throughout the game, that the market been fairly quiet. Um, so, so it's been no difference for us, but it wasn't through a lack of effort and work uh, from, from the club. So, um, so now we'll move on with the group that we have. And like I said, we're really positive about that. And despite maybe the frustration, I know that uh, that there's still a lot of growth left in this squad. Mark Weedy. Yeah, I mean, Paul, for all the the, the moans and groans and um, you know negativity, whatever you want to call it, you know, Celtic do have a very good squad. They've certainly got a squad that should be more than capable of going to win the title but I don't think there'll be much room for error for them because I think Rangers will capitalise on any mistakes that Celtic make but they've got a top draw manager in Brendan Rodgers a man who won seven trophies out of seven and I know that was four or five years ago but he's a proven winner he does improve players but it's just, it, there's just a wee click missing so what Brendan has to do you can tell me he's not quite I don't think he's quite right feeling about how, how the window's finished and a, a, a bit of um, a frustration from him he needs to now just absolutely focus now. Paul, he can't do anything now but the window. He's got what he's got. He's got a fantastic captain. I think he's got a very good goalkeeper when he's on it. Kyogo's the best striker uh, in the country and a lot of good players around about them. So it's up to the manager to get them focused. They don't have a, dis- and I'll use the word, a distraction of Europe. It's a positive to be in Europe. But then if you want to flip that, you don't have any travel or coming back for Sunday games. So that's got to be a positive for Celtic as well. So there's no doubt that Celtic can make it three in a row absolutely no doubt about it but just as much Rangers can absolutely win the title this year it's there for Rangers to go and do it here's Laurie on the line good evening Laurie hey panel good evening hi Laurie uh, firstly I'd like to thank one of my favourite pundits uh, sorry Wish brother uh, one of my favourite pundits Barry a very happy birthday today thanks Laurie I appreciate it mate yep uh, now, uh, there's there no point in me saying otherwise. Uh, I can't have a brave face on this, otherwise I'd be a, a hypocrite. I think that the transfer window was totally underwhelming from a Celtic perspective. And it would daft me to say uh, different from that. I remember speaking to Andy Walker a few weeks ago on the programme, and I'd said to him that uh, if the board fails to back uh, Brendan Rogers in this transfer window, uh, then the support will consider that as been unforgivable and there'll be a huge backlash. I don't have any doubt about that. Now, I listened to Brendan Rogers negotiating that press conference 
his performance was Henry Kissinger like in terms yeah. of diplomacy. I think the guy clearly is drowned off. He kind of came out and said that because he's the manager of a Celtic football club. Uh, you could tell when he said that he, they could be a wee bit braver how telling that was. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a Rangers supporter on earlier on, uh, Justin, who said that he felt the momentum had switched to, to Rangers in the title race. Uh, I wonder what that's predicated on, because the game uh, before the new year, Celtic won that, and Rangers uh, have failed to sign a striker. Uh, I mean, Barry, almost daily, was talking about Lauren Shankland. So anyway, that's Rangers' problems. I'm more concerned about my main team situation. Uh, I think that had they spent uh, a few bob, uh, then they would have put a marker down, and I think that uh, you know Celtic would have marched inexorably towards the, the title. The fact that they have failed to, to spend uh, a lot of money in the transfer market to me has given has given rather uh, Rangers a lifeline uh, back into the, the title race. The panel thoughts, Barry. What would you say? Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, Obviously, in terms of Celtic's business over the last um, four weeks, that they haven't brung in um, a, a number of players. And look, I know they've brought in um, Kuhn and Ida, yep. but I expected mm-hmm. what Brendan Rodgers has, has said in previous um, pressers that he wanted to bring in experienced campaigners who have been about for a, a, a few years and have played at a, a, a very high level. Um, in terms of the the league going forward, yeah, I, I think it's wide open, Paul. Me and Mark have spoke about it five, ten minutes ago. I think it's going to get right down to the wire. I think if Celtic went out and strengthened and spend a fair bit of money on two or three of the quality players that the Celtic fans expected, then it could have been a, di- a different story. But as it stands right now, I think it's wide open. Wide open. And the only gap for you was not getting a striker like Lauren Shankland. Yeah, but we keep mentioning Lorne Shankland. Listen, and and rightly so, because Lorne Shankland is a a very good player. But I just think privately, if you do ask the manager, Philip Clement, he would have liked another in because of the injury situation. Because at this moment in time, he only has two fit number nines. And Silva, I don't think he's an out-and-out number nine. Yeah, he's more more in the left or the right side Mm. than maybe as a second striker. The only real number nine at this moment in time fit and available as serial dessers. Mark, you heard that he said there, underwhelming. Laurie was saying that about Celtic. Yeah. Is that not all forgotten though? If Celtic go on and win the title, and they'll say, oh, we didn't waste any well, money then. Of course you celebrate winning the title, Paul. What a great achievement. It would be three in a row and, uh, I don't know, 12 at the last 13 or whatever the stats are. Uh, however, you can't forget what the manager has said and, you know, the season ticket renewals will come round again and the Celtic fans will be faithful as they always are. And if they do win the league, you're right into the Champions League. But I think some fans are just at the end of their tether, Paul, with the extra 130, 140, 150 quid Champions League. What, to watch them getting spanked again? You know, to watch a ritual spanking season after season, season which pretty much has been going on now for seven, eight, nine, ten years, however long it's been. So in order to avoid that, the money's there to go and improve the squad go, go and bring in better what's here because the manager's identified it and the manager is the expert nobody knows better than him what's required at the football club and football supporters can see it um, as well Celtic still think it's got the best squad in the country that said 
there's certainly room for a lot of improvement within that squad domestically and certainly for I, Europe I think the, the frustration as well for Celtic fans is the injury situation eh? mm-hmm. a, a couple of key players yeah. Carter Vickers mm-hmm. what did you say Paul four yep. weeks yep. Hitati what's that two, I mean it's, he's two calf he's two calf sorry I mean that could be what six to eight weeks mm-hmm. I think that's the frustration when you see big players and they are big players that they're not getting replaced even loans I, I think they would have been pretty happy with seeing a bit more business been done I think that's where the frustration lies with the Celtic fans Laurie how do you flick the switch though so the talking's I, over I, now I was going the to ask, Laurie, yeah. Laurie where would you have strengthened yeah. the Celtic team well to be perfectly honest with you Barry it's a straight question that deserves a straight answer I really don't think that they did uh, I think that uh, Ida uh, is uh, is a prospect most uh, most definitely. I saw a few clips here. Of course, I realise anything in YouTube yeah. can be carefully choreographed to make somebody look better than what he is. But he looks apart. He's got a physicality. He's got good pace. He's quite aggressive. Uh, the other guy, Kuhn, I couldn't quite get in my head around Barry because we've got a plethora of wingers there at Celtic Park. There's more mm. wingers apart than Barry about there are penguins in the Falkland Islands. Get a bell. Brilliant. Boy, I love that just that does I couldn't quite get my head run. I love that. Brilliant. I, I, I don't know what this guy's gonna bring. Uh, uh, I mean uh, he's highly touted. Uh, you know, there was talk about him uh, he was in Ajax's books in Bayern Munich, but he never played a minute competitive football for either team. Yeah. So I don't know uh, about uh, Nicholas uh, Kuhn. Yeah. I think opportunities have been missed by Celtic. I, I, I honestly never thought they were going to go out and spend five or six million pounds on Bijovsky, uh, the North Macedonian striker with Aberdeen, yeah. because mm-hmm. that, I think that would have been a hell of a lot of money for a guy uh, who was going to be a bench warmer. Uh, but uh, overall, no, uh, Barry, you asked me a straight question. Yeah. Uh, I'm singularly unimpressed with Celtic's uh, activities in the transfer market. And uh, I'll just, it's worth repeating what I said to Andy a few weeks ago. And that is that they've let Rangers back into the title race. I think they could all, all but have extinguished Rangers' title hopes if they'd spent money. And Andy said to me, uh, he says, I agree with you, Laurie. He says, they won't be easily forgiven, you know. So that's pretty much how I look at things. Gregory's been on and he's saying, Laurie Fideniston, you're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the well, call. It's good, to yeah. see. It's, yeah. it's good to hear that I'm a legend. Some people would say I'm a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Laurie. 0808 17 17 The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get in touch with the team and they'll offer expert advice on effectively presenting your property. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. 2nd of February. 2024. I remember two years ago at your birthday, Barry, it was you, me, Davey Proven in here. The game was on. Uh, the old firm, Derby. And um, <laughs> it wasn't a great birthday present for you. No, it was, it was that date, wasn't it? When Abada ran amok against yeah, Rangers. Yeah, that, that was a bad day at the office. Um, yeah, never had a great birthday, no, if I'm being honest. It just shows you how it's changed. And earlier in the season, you know, the Michael Beal thing was going the other way. I mean, if there's such a thing as a neutral there, this is some season. Yeah. Isn't it? You know, Rangers have taken the League Cup, the yeah. Scottish Cup there, 
and the title and it's yeah. the biggest title ever yeah and, and do you know what Paul I think, we, I think we'd all agree considering what was going on uh, three months ago Celtic had what 8, 9, 10 point lead yeah. whatever it was uh, this is an this has turned into an unexpected title race it's a real bonus uh, for us all that it's shaping up to be that way and it is it, we're certainly going in past the split that's for sure nobody's going to run away with it nobody's going to open up a 12, 14, 15 point gap this is going to be tight could very well go down to the last game it really could uh, go down to the last game it's going to be uh, nip and tuck and for us neutral, a Celtic fan a Rangers fan neutral football fan whatever it's absolutely brilliant because that's what you want Matt, Matt summed it up perfectly yeah. unexpected because mm-hmm. if you had said to me at the start of September this was going to be the case at the start of February I would have looked at you if you had horns coming out of your head but the manager's made a difference Celtic have slipped up with a, a couple of surprising results yeah. And um, yep, Mark says it. It's it's great for both sets of fans, for neutrals. And as I said, I, I think this is going to go right down to the wire, Paul. Um, the next three and a half month, this is squeaky bum time. What happened with uh, Ridvan yesterday? Then it looked as though he'd I, be I'm going. I'm happy, Stead. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I've seen. Look, going forward, I've been very, very impressed by him. In the, the last fe- month, yeah, yeah. It's the physical side. Of it. I'm, I'm unsure whether he, he can handle it. But over the last um, few games, he certainly, he certainly come on to a game, Paul. Um, no doubt about it. I think the Rangers fans have took to him as well. He looks to me if he's a bubbly character. He looks to me if he's desperate to do well. Uh, there's a lot of talk the last couple of weeks. Go back to Galatasaray mm-hmm. or Besiktas where Rangers signed them from it's not happened and at this moment in time if you're asking me who starts at left back between Ridvan and Barisic mm. it's Ridvan and Ridvan played in the Celtic game didn't he and I know that many people thought well, what's happened to Borna Barisic mm-hmm. why is he not there for the big one and since then Ridvan has had his chance yeah and he's took yeah. it Paul yeah. he's took it he's grabbed it with both hands and and fair play to the, the, the guy um, as I said he's, he's certainly impressed me over the, the games since Rangers have come back off the winter break What about the striking situation the manager Philip Clement was asked about it today I didn't speak before it I will never speak after it about what we wanted and everybody worked really hard in the building I think compared with a lot of, a lot of other teams we did really interesting things with the three guys we, we bring in. There was a lot of competition for them also. So I'm happy with the squad that is here now. And uh, about the striker position, everybody's saying that Cyril is doing a, a big evolution in these three months. It's really clear for everybody. Fabio showed also already also good things. He's still adapting to the team and the, and the way of playing. That's normal. Kemar is also still in the building. He's not top fit now, but I expect him to be fit next X time, but that he will be fit this season. Danny, we will see if he will be back at the end of the season, maybe, or not. We're going to not risk anything with him about one, two weeks in a season or even three weeks. So we will see at the end, but he will be in the building also next season. And he showed also promising things. So those are also things to take in account. And we have with Zach Lovelace also somebody who was out injured. I didn't see him yet uh, live with me. But I saw him before, and he's also somebody with a bright future. So you can have maybe six, seven strikers, but you cannot put them all. So well, that's also things to take into account. Are you thinking, guys, about the teams for tomorrow? I'm not throwing at you just now, Barry. Maybe hard to tell who'll line up for Rangers against Livy tomorrow. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty similar with the, the, the team that started the game. 
um, against St Myrne uh, I know he likes to make a couple of changes here and there it's mostly during the game Paul or at half time or, or into the second half and then there's a name you just mentioned there and, and listen yeah. I totally forgot because he's been out long term with a hamstring injury it's a young boy Zach Lovelace there's big expectations of him he certainly looked the part when he played Stephen Davis last game as yeah, interim manager he looked really good powerful strong um, and I know inside Ibrox they have um, big hopes for him so it looks to me if he's in and around now training and, and maybe be available for selection he's obviously not been available for the new manager but it'll be good to see hopefully him uh, come back into the fold some new faces in at Rangers and at Celtic not enough for the fans probably but Leon Balligan was a new face last year second time round everyone knew him and he's done really well I mean they're in the building they're in training um, Fabio is the one who came first so he's well integrated I would say the other two they are good boys from what we, from, from what I can say so far but I think they I've met them when yesterday I think for the first time so I can't really say too much now but they seem to be good characters which is what we need and then the rest uh, we'll review in the weeks to come that's Leon Balligan didn't recognise the voice he, yes he's been welcoming the new players uh, yeah and then another element obviously is me coming in or when I when I came to the UK to, to the Premier League what is it five and a half years ago I was in their shoes coming from a different country so that's another thing where I identify myself with them but I think overall I've always tried to be somebody who tries to make people feel home because I know what it's like I've been on the road now for uh, 16 years almost always away from home so there's always an element obviously of being homesick especially when you're young and it's important that you really make pe or players feel feel welcome and um, give them a sense of being at home away from home Mark what are you thinking? He speaks very well mm -hmm. ah, He mm -hmm. speaks very well obviously a guy that's very mindful Bernie 35, 36 so he's a senior mm -hmm. pro he's been there he's seen it he's done it and, and, and one thing you can tell about when he sees young guys like Diamande even Silva who's a wee bit older but coming yeah. uh, to, to Scotland or Cortez whoever it's going to be that look after them make sure that you know there's more to it than just what you do at, at Auckland Howie, you know, between nine o'clock and, and, and one o'clock. Um, it's it's after that. We're, you know, show them nice places to go for a coffee, sure. show them nice, mm -hmm. you know, make sure they're settled, make, whatever. All, all those all week, yeah, yeah, all those wee yeah. kind of things that, that make sure that come a Saturday afternoon, yeah. that they've had a right good week right. and on the right frame of mind to go and do their job. I like that for Mark. Yep. Show them where to go for a nice coffee. What about a nice pint? <laughs> <laughs> and, and where not to go. <laughs> Maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> no, no. No, but Jan enjoyed yeah. that interview. Yeah. Enjoyed it. It shows that he appreciates that he's been in their shoes at, yeah. at some stage when he came over 15 or 16 mm -hmm. years ago from Nigeria and uh, spoke really well. And listen, I, I've got to be honest with you, Paul. I, I like when he plays with Rangers. I like him. He's a physical presence. You he's trust a, him? Yeah, he's a proper defender. Does does things simple? Um, I, I I just like him as a player, and I said it when they let him go. I, I was very surprised. Look, I, I don't think Leon, Leon Balligan is going to be an out and out starter no. week in week out. But what a backup to have, knowing that he's on the sidelines of somebody struggling with form or injury or there's a suspension, and certainly when he's coming into this Rangers team, 
um, this season he's, he's been in top form Do you want to hear from the new boy in town it's Adam Ida or Ida talking about the move and his chat with Brendan Rogers. Oh yeah look, we spoke briefly and there's little bits that he thinks he can add to my game and what I can improve on and which I agree with him and I think we've we've come up with a plan and what I need to do and it got me really excited you know I want to play for for a manager that has history in developing players and winning winning trophies so um, look I'm looking forward to working on that and Mark he says he's fit he's ready uh, yeah look I've I've trained the last couple of days now so I'm I'm just looking forward to, to getting out there whether that's if I play or not it's 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 really good for me to be with the squad you certainly can tell you know Adam Ida Paul this has been an unexpected move for him he's a Republic Island boy so he'll be well aware, well aware um, of Celtic you can tell there's a genuine excitement there about coming to, to Celtic so all of us and he's gone from being a bit part player at Norwich you're kind of pushing towards trying to get into the playoffs down the road to becoming to Celtic to potentially becoming a league champion in three and a half months potentially playing a Scottish Cup final at Hamden who knows I think he'll get game time Paul as long as he shows up in training he'll get game time because he's a different option uh, for Celtic um, so he's got that height he's got that presence um, and let us say there's there's a real willingness to to do well, and he believes in the uh, he believes in the manager, and he's going to come here and work really really hard to make it a success for him, and be part of a, a success story for Celtic in the next four months. Yeah, he was asked to describe what kind of type of player uh, people are going to see. Look, I think I'm quite hard working. Um, I'm a hard working guy. I can link the game up well. I've got a lot of pace. I think if you look at my numbers on on the paper, it might not look as good because I haven't had that that many um, chances, but. Um, for me, I'm, I'm a confident player and, I, and I'm sure I could help the team quite a bit. Barry's from Cork. He was a Celtic fan, he said. And Roy Keane and Robbie Keane were his, uh, two of his idols in football. Yeah, well, no bad players. <laughs> um, that, that, that's for sure. You played against both? Yep, sure did. Um, top players. I mean, if you're mentioning they two, yeah. they're in the, the top class bracket. But listen, it's an opportunity for him uh, to come up here. As Mark mentioned, They've played a lot with, with, with um, Norwich. If you look at his numbers, what he's mentioned in that interview there, it's no great when you look at it. But listen, this might be an opportunity for him to go and shut a few people up. And one word they used to describe himself, Paul, which a big, big asset, particularly up here, and is pace. He's got yeah. pace, you know, so he's, he's got that, that height. And uh, he's got pace, he says, I'm quite fast, I've got pace and you know that's a real good thing to have in your locker because you can't teach pace. There's not an awful lot of it around at the moment, is there? Yep. There's not, not that many lightning quick yeah, players. Uh, same as lightning quick. Uh, yeah, sure. Matondo. Yeah, Matondo. Yeah. 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 But, you know, if, if he's got sure. uh, Maida, Maida, Maida's very, very fast, but course, certainly... Yeah. Uh, Either just having that bit of, bit of raw pace, Paul. Nothing wrong with that at all. Here's George from Bathgate, Rangers fan. George, have you still got the raw pace? Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> I've never ever had it, so nothing to say. That's the main thing. How you doing, boys? All right? Good, thank How's you, doing, George. George. And you? I just listen to what you're saying nearly yeah. now. Um, I mean, everybody, if, if we're asked any manager, would you want me a player? And of course, you'd want me a player. Sure. But I say the wee um, thing when the gob jota last night, I was delighted about what we got in. Uh, three players coming in and then somebody came in with a comment well, we've not signed a number nine yeah. well we've got a number nine in Dessers and um, the boy Silver I don't, I don't believe it anybody could uh, people should be able to play in most positions uh-huh. uh, the boy Silver looks alright to me I'm not saying he's got to be a world beater or not. I will, we'll give the guy a bit of a chance but I think um, 
And I, I mean, I, I back any manager because that's just the way I'm at. I back any manager until a bit yeah. like Barry until it's, you can't date any more. But I think your biggest signing was getting full uh, Clement come in and take your, your team out because I think you can see the changes now. I think you can see the respect he's got for people. And by the way, not just Rangers people, anybody he speaks to, he's got a good football mind. And I think that was the, probably the biggest signing uh, for us. If we hadn't got any players, and I think he would still get the best of the players we've got there. So for me, looking at the transfer window, um, they were a bit in front of us and we had to win games and things like that. We've, we've had a good few months winning games and we're getting into Europe and we'll win a cup and things like that. So it's all looking good so far. Um, that's everything shut down. They kind of bring more players in. They kind of let players go. This is the squad we've got to go. And I think if you're a Scottish football fan, I think you should be a wee bit excited about what's yeah. going to happen in the next couple of weeks in our league. That's true. That's what we said a few minutes ago. You know, yeah. if people just tune in now to, to see the games, they all mean something. Game on. Yeah. Game on. Sure. Point all great fix Celtic Petordry tomorrow, Easter yeah. Road midweek. Mm-hmm. Rangers home to Levy tomorrow which should be fairly comfortable and then they've got Aberdeen coming Aberdeen might have a new manager Tuesday. in the door uh, by Tuesday when it's always a tasty game uh, Rangers um, against Aberdeen so yeah you know it's game on and the point that George makes um, about the best signing Rangers have made this season being the manager I totally agree with that I've always said Paul the manager should be the most important guy in the building and he should be your biggest asset unless you've got a, an absolute superstar player but we don't get real superstar no. players in Scotland because the manager is it's all about he's in charge of the 20-25 players he should have the final say in signings he should be picking his staff delegating to his staff he should be the focal point of the football club and then Philip come on they've got and, and Brendan Rodgers I believe Celtic should have that albeit he, he feels as if he's not getting enough power at the moment I would imagine Brendan I totally understand his frustrations but you're right the manager should be your biggest asset of the building. Here's the manager's take on the transfer window. Great. That I'm happy that it's it's finished and we know what the squad is to go on the, the next four months because it's going to be now this uh, this almost sprint of, of four months uh, with a lot of games and that we know what the squad is, that we could adjust a few things to to get balance in the squad, that we could add some, some young Talentful players who who can raise their game here and and can give added value to the club also in the future uh, to bring more money in the in the club. But it's not the the main concern. The main concern is of course to to get results, but with a with a good business plan. Barry, I think look, I agree with George. I'm comfy enough. But if you listen to the manager, I think he's he's okay with the situation. He, he's looking at his squad. He's brought in three players. I've mentioned that a couple of times during the show. I think privately he would have liked to have added, like any manager would, another couple. It's not been able to happen. And he just needs to go on with it. They're still in three competitions and it's a big four month ahead. And I think over that four month, you're going to see a few players come back off injury. And that's where he's a bit short up top. Um, so, yeah, I think things are, are looking pretty positive uh, Rangers. I think if you listen to manager, he's the key to it. If you hear the manager speak, he feels comfy enough for the situation he's in, and if he's happy, I'm sure the Rangers fans will be happy. George, tomorrow, what do you think? The Livy game, you never want. I know you wouldn't underestimate anybody, but that is one that you know Rangers second top against the bottom club. They're anchored down there. That, that's that's. I mean, realistically, looking at paper, we should get them slaughtered in the morning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that, Paul. It's Scottish yeah, sure. football. It's um, it's football. It's just the way it is. Um, 
realistically it should we should go and beat them. Of course we should. We've got better players in them. We've got a, a higher budget and things and that on them. Uh, David Martindale's done a, done a fantastic job. I think I actually spoke to you last time. He did, yeah. He's done a fantastic. Is um, not just a footballer. He just he just does everything at the club. So good luck to David Martindale. But obviously know the more. But me uh, <laughs> personally, uh, but me personally, talking about uh, transfers and things like that. I think getting the players in is absolutely fantastic. But I think it was Barry that said, but maybe Andy last week, it's what you get out of the players that aren't really doing it for me, Paul. So let's say the boy Sterling. I mean, I think that boy Sterling just came right on a game. I don't know his position right because he's, um, I think he was playing left wing two weeks ago and centre midfield a couple of weeks ago That's before right. that and then yeah. playing left back before that. John Lundstrom and other players came right on a game. So you kind of class him as new signings, but if they were just going along with emotions and things like that, Paul, you're getting the best out of them. So there's two guys there that's really came to the front for us so I think it's I, me personally I, keep, I kind of keep on here, I came on here and I say I'm living the dream in that well I wasn't living the, living the dream for a wee while there but I'm, I'm quite excited about the game I'm looking forward to going to the games looking forward to watching the games and that again we've won a cup we're still in the chance of winning the league and we're still in Europe as well Paul so it's, it's quite good to be honest Happy days from your point of view George great call thank you The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property Unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents call 0141 374 Let's go Let's go Right let's get down to it for tomorrow Barry more messages coming in for you Stephen Reside, who was with us the other night, was great in the programme. You know, Mark, Barry was shamelessly saying he should take over presentation. Like, I agree, but it was a bit cruel. He normally says it behind my back. But no, no, I, listen, I, I, no, listen, I would, you would rather somebody's been honest. Exactly. Well, exactly, and yeah. I, I respect that. No, Stephen be honest, says happy birthday to you. I think you. he came up with a, a couple of brilliant points, uh, and I thought he was excellent Wasn't he? on the yep. show. Yep. I'm just checking to see what he thinks of the traffic And hopefully window. gets into... University. I hope so. He would be yeah. brilliant. It, it, it's some great questions on it. One of them was, would Derek McInnes ever go back to Aberdeen? Because we're talking about who's going to be the new manager. Yeah, that's a great yeah. What do you think? Would he? Yeah, I think he would. Oh, Yeah, right. I think he would. Okay. Yeah. And do you think Dave Cormack would come in? Because he's the man that bulleted him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but look, you've got to do what's best for the football club. And if there was a chance of getting Derek McInnes, I think you've got to go and pursue it. Well... Interesting. Indeed. Who's going to get it? I, I, I think he's think? got something good going at Kilmarnock. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Um, and, and do you know what I say is about Aberdeen? Mm. They need to have a, a long, hard look at themselves. That's three managers. You've got Stephen Glass, Jim Goodwin, uh, Barry Robson. Of course. Yep. What, six months to 12 months into a two or a three year contract? There's going to be payoffs there. And, and I think Aberdeen fans now will start to sit back mm. and think, what a job Derek McInnes done. For so sure. Well, yeah. um, Stephen said, I said, what about Motherwell? What about the window? Missing one forward, he reckons. Obviously, they didn't get Van Veen. Worrying if we get an injury up front. Uh, but pleased with the rest of the signings, the two signings that come in the other day at full yeah, back. Yeah, just the same about Adam Montgomery. I know, you yeah. Know, signed sure. him left back, really good. I remember him St Johnston, really yeah. good player, a lot of promise. Great engine pole, sure. getting up and down, whipped in a lovely ball. Was down at Fleetwood and he signs and then within 10 days... You know, he's picked up a really bad injury and he's away back to Celtic for his, his rehab. Yeah. As Barry said earlier, you mentioned Adam Devine will be, will be really good. And, and you're, the boy that you picked out many months ago, Paul oh, Beck, away back to Dundee. What a boost that is for, for Tony Doherty up there as well. It sure is. Well, we kick off with that first game tomorrow then. Who is going to be manager? Any idea? Do you think Scott Brown, maybe? Would it have been too soon? I know he's just gone to Air United. Yeah, I don't think he would walk out. No. Um, 
Okay. Here now, Neil Alec, Lennon. Alec Neil, Neil Lennon. Yeah, Today's favourite is Neil Lennon. Yeah, I think Neil Lennon, yeah. Ball Accounts Republic Island, might be back in for Lee Carsley. That yeah, because if it's not Lee Carsley, yeah. it'll be it'll be Neil. I wouldn't be surprised to see Neil Lennon as the as the next manager. Barry, have you got a hunch? I said Alec Neil. I thought right, you did. Yep. Okay. Um, out of job. So is Neil Lennon right enough um, but he's been heavily linked as Mark just mentioned there with Republic Island um, but listen I, I think they need to get this appointment spot on that's too many managers in a short sure. uh, period of time Huge game tomorrow 12.30 it's the Sky game Aberdeen against the champions Celtic here's Brendan Rodgers Not really No, I think we always prepare for a tough game uh, what I will say I think it's you know, I really feel for, for Barry and, and the situation that he was in because he um, he's probably punished a little because of the success that he had you know taking them into into European football he had a great run last season getting into Europe and then that's never easy because of obviously the expectation but but the physicality of it all having to play in the weekends midweek and then go again so that's obviously been a challenge for them but uh, but not sad to see him go he's a good football guy and he, he'll learn from the experience and uh, and then be ready to take that into his next job and what about Celtic no Rio Hatati yeah yeah, so he'll come back. It looks like he's he's he actually supposedly has done both calf from what I've seen. So he's probably going to be five to six weeks from what I hear. So uh, another part of the season, this season where we've we've had no luck from an injury perspective to our top players. So he'll be back very soon with us, and then we'll start the treatment on him and get him back as fit as we can. And then Cameron Carter Vickers. No, no, not as long. The medical team are saying probably around about three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. Which is which is good, obviously. As, as Barry said, he's Celtic's best central defender. There's no doubt um, about that. And there's, there's a natural balance when he plays along with Liam Scales as well. But the Hitati thing, Paul. So if if the manager's saying at least six weeks both calves, um, the international break starts in what May sixteenth, mm-hmm. March sixteenth, seventeenth. So he's not going to play before that. You're then right through almost to the, the, the end of March. So potentially, Hitati might get one game before the next Old Firm game what? at Ibrox. And if you're mm-hmm. going to go to Ibrox, you want Rio Hitati there because yeah. he's the kind of player that you know really can help you get a, a result. So you're potentially looking at him just getting one ninety minutes under his belt before the game at Ibrox. To be fair, I've, I've not, I don't think I've heard of that. Done two calves at the same time. It's a strange one. So what and do you you've think? got to be careful yeah. with your calves, similar to hamstrings. You, you know, Mark, you, you've, they're, they're, they're no ones that just go away easily. You need to make sure you, yeah. they're 100% spot on. You do your rehab, bang on the button. And if you don't, there's a real chance that you could uh, you could hurt it again. South Korea beat Australia today after extra time. Son scored for the South Koreans, so Andrew will be unhappy. In some ways, he won't yeah, get him back. Right. And Facelti, oh, came on in the second half. That's him uh, away a bit longer as yeah, well. Now. He's yeah. away a bit longer. So, tomorrow, Celtic will be up there tonight for the game. What do they do to flick the switch, Mark, and what's going to happen tomorrow? Because there's been such negativity. Look, if you are, you know, Peter Lowell got it earlier on from a couple of callers, you'd say, wait a minute, he was in charge of the club, look at the success. Um, they've won more trophies in the last 15, 20 years than they had. And mm. Well, you know. Um, it's all about timing. Don't, it's don't, about timing. It's about timing, timing when to get what, out. So, what did they do? Anyway, it's less about what they do on the pitch, Paul. Right. See, that's yeah. it now. See, in terms of the off the part, the, the, the recruitment and, and, and the body, you, you really shouldn't hear about them again. Uh, this is now about Brendan Rodgers and the players, and he has to go and work with what he's, what he's got. Mm-hmm. And he's got some wonderfully talented footballers. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. 
It really has. He's got a team of winners there. Uh, Aberdeen, Peter Levin in, in the, in the yep. dugout tomorrow. Temporary uh, charge. Aberdeen, it's not been going well, Paul. Ultimately, that's why they've sacked their, their manager and I wish Barry Robson all the best. Uh, but I think Celtic will win with a wee bit to spare tomorrow. 2-0. 2-0. Barry, what do you reckon? Yeah, first and foremost, I thought... Um, they pulled the trigger too quickly on yeah. Barry Robson two points outside the top six I know the results haven't been ideal got them to a cup final they weren't great yeah. in the cup final but I still think he deserved at least to the end of the season there's no chance they're going to get relegated so go and give him the opportunity to see if he can really turn that around um, but yeah I think it's going to be a long, after, uh, long afternoon for Aberdeen I think Celtic will go up there um, and win the game I'm going to go I was 2-1 Celtic I'm going to go 3-1 Celtic So that would put Celtic on 60 points after 24 games then Rangers kick off at uh, 3 against Livy and they will have well two games in hand the first one this afternoon the second one on Tuesday what do you expect tomorrow with Rangers? I expect Livingston to come and sit behind the ball and, and, and try and defend for their lives but look I think Rangers have got too many players that are in really good form at this moment in time um, if they get an early goal I, I think it could be an absolute doing if I'm being honest with you um, but if Livingston hold out to 25-30 minutes I'm going to go Rangers convincingly 3 or 4 Before I come to Mark this is what the manager said today about uh, tomorrow and the upcoming games No but I don't see home games as an opportunity because I want to win uh, them all let's be very clear about that so I want to win the away games also all of them so, no, but it's nice to play at Ibrox. It's, it's mythical. It's, uh, it gives me goosebumps every time I step into that office. So, in that way, I love it. But uh, I want to go also to St. Mirren to win games. That's the only thing what it goes about is, is, is to win the games and, and try to win all of them. So, um, no, in that way, no difference. Difference maybe that, that the pitch will be better, that, that that helps for the football we want to play. But uh, the rest is, is to keep on pushing with all the team and every three days to be there with all the squad and for me to puzzle every time to get every player who is on the field that is 100% and he can go 100% full every second that is on the pitch. That's going to be important the, the next six weeks again. Mark, tomorrow, what do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think Rangers will win with a bit to spare yeah. I think they can really see things now as the manager said the window's closed they know what they've got to work with and I, and I just think there's a real focus um, at Rangers that the manager has brought you know, they just focus on their game there's no silliness there's no seeking confrontation unnecessarily with anybody at Celtic as Michael Beale would do yeah. badly, badly advised I mean they made a real hash at the end but Clermont is on the money uh, Paul and that's why I think uh, playing against Livy I don't hold out any hope for Livy I think Livy will go down Rangers to win yeah. 3-0 he did say today that um, they had a good transfer window and not everyone did but um, he didn't say who he was speaking about you're just looking there Barry I know Fury and Usyk it's off it's uh, yeah disappointing I was disappointed yeah. sorry should I say I was looking forward to that mm. um, but that'll be I mean I've just seen the the, the gash, gash in his, yeah. his eye it yeah. looks, a, looks a bad one so I think that you'll be looking what end of April, start of May for that, that fight to happen again. 
and Lewis Hamilton off to Ferrari. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And um, yeah, Taylor Swift will be at Super Bowl next weekend, but we'll talk about that. They're going crazy about it. She's flying in from How Japan on the private jet. Just to, cause the How wind- can you go for sports to Taylor Swift? <laughs> do, you know, do you know why? The window was boring. Let's I be honest. Was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was boring. Yeah, you know, watched it yeah. last night on, oh, yeah. in Sky, and you think back to some of the day, it was yeah, so waiting. flat. Yep. So yeah. flat. It's just it's Latin, on, Latin characters as yeah. well, isn't it? Uh, like, I think it's just for that night. Uh, it was great should. on Talksport. They did it live. I shouldn't say One year I had Go Radio on the nighttime, great music, but Jim was on. It was some good stuff. Right. Any other Dundee Hearts, Barry? I'll throw them to each of you. Dundee Hearts, what do you reckon? I'm going to go Dundee 2, Hearts 2. Mark, I'm just going to give you Hibs against St Mirren. Uh, I'm going to go Hibs 2, St Mirren 1. Okay. Motherwell, Kilmarnock. I'm going to ask both of you because West of Scotland, Derby. Yeah, I'm going to go Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 1. Right, a draw. So Van Veen comes back home tomorrow. Yeah, Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 2. Van Veen, they score. Oh, for good. Stephen Rousseau's been on saying happy birthday Barry and you do that to him and Ross County St Johnson my goodness that could be a long 95 minutes couldn't it? 0-0 uh, nil, nil. Nil, nil, you reckon yeah on that one uh, I'm going to go St Johnson to win ok yep 1-0 and in the championship um, what about Dundee United at air so Scott Brown up against Jim Goodwin yeah that'll be a, a tasty game weather's no great windy down at Somerset Park I think it'll be a great advert for the game nothing each nothing each Dunfermline against Morton we'll see Inverness <laughs> against uh, Queen's Park Danny Wilson is back so we'll Good see signing. what happens yeah, what do you think and a young goalkeeper away to Bournemouth oh, oh, isn't it brilliant yeah, 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 yeah. you know Man United were in for him yeah absolutely yeah, yeah he's, got, he's got a lot and wonderful the ball um his feet and Danny yep. Wilson what a great sign old teammate of yours Barry yep. when he was yep. a kid coming through lovely, lovely left peg we yep. broke the news he was yeah. one that broke through obviously got the big move to Liverpool I just don't think he, he reached the heights where he should have yeah. um, but listen he made a good career out, out of it sure. went across to Colorado Rapids yeah, well I'm done. sure yeah, the MLS. he yep. was over there for what three or four five years and Ross County against St Johnson we mentioned yeah the final one it's Wraith Rovers at Partick that's a big Whoa, one because Rovers are off it and the Jags fancy it yeah. guys yep. it flew in Barry enjoy Brilliant. the rest of the birthday yep thanks the birthday Paul. weekend thank you so much Mark yep. thank you see you Monday we'll see you Monday yeah You're looking forward then. to it listen have a great weekend you take it easy at the gym uh, well, <laughs> 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 and, I need uh, to see a picture of this <laughs> after the news with Emma it's going to be the one and only Zoe the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property, offering expert advice on preparing your home for the market. Let's go! When it comes to selling your home at Go Green Property, our aim is to get you the best possible results. And how do we do this? Simple, by giving you the best possible advice. From expert insights on preparing your home for selling to sharing our advice on the local property market. At Go Green Property, it's our job to achieve the best possible price as quickly as possible. Sell your home with Go Green Property. Call Glasgow 374 0409.